child and adolescent mental health disorders 60% with depression and 80% with anxiety. I just felt kids numb to the kids world. Kids being bullied sometimes to it death. It seems the passage of time has only made bullying I've worse. I've seen a lot of bullying happen. This is an issue that touches just about every family There's just a country. constant pressure, I guess, with everybody. It takes a lot of guts to talk about this. Welcome to Teen Talk, a podcast platform by teens for teens, where we have a chance to be heard. That's right. Real teens talking about real life, meeting teenagers where we are, and engaging in real conversations with each other and for each other. Our moderator is Jason Hopkins, president and CEO of National Alliance on Mental Illness, Arapahoe and Douglas Counties. He's also the president and founder of The Connection Project. We will explore the topics that matter most to teens today. It is a podcast for teens, by teens, proudly sponsored by Mountain High Appliance. Our goal is to meet you where you are and reinforce that you are not alone. We will discuss relevant topics, share personal stories, and inspire hope. Today I'm joined by local high school students, and we're talking about a topic that doesn't get enough attention, the importance of serving the community. Giving back and helping others is a foundation for many teens that often help shape and guide their future. Now more than ever, people are struggling and can use the support. I'm always inspired by the effort teens make to help others, and today we will learn firsthand from those very people who are using their time, talent, and energy to form a better future for us all. So first off, guys, thank you all for being here today. As we start, can you maybe share with me what's one word that summarizes the reason giving back is important to you? I would say it's very gratifying. Okay, great. What about you? I would say it's very rewarding, very similar, but very rewarding. Okay. So I'm assuming this is something that you guys were involved in pre-COVID. And if I'm wrong about that, please correct me. But what do you think really has changed or shaped your reasoning for helping others because of COVID and what we've all been through this year? I think I've challenged myself to learn a lot about the people I'm helping. I've learned a lot about how certain people learn in virtual settings so that I'm able to provide them with tools that maybe their school can't or that their district can't. And I've also been able to hear a lot more personal stories where um, before COVID, I was getting the overall general story, like maybe they were experiencing homelessness, but now I was able to connect one-on-one because of the opportunity to have video calls with them instead of just reading their biography on a piece of paper. Okay. I see you shaking your head. What have your experiences been? I would say the same thing. Like I've been able to get to know people better because they've had so much time and that one-on-one with video call or in a group call has just been really nice. So do you think people are struggling more than they were before, or are they just talking about it more or, or both? I think they're almost struggling in a different way. And I find that in myself, too. I think we're not as much struggling fully on the physical aspects that come with maybe being injured or suffering from um, homelessness or anything like that. But also the emotional side of we don't know the people that are usually in control don't even know. And I'm normally don't know, but if a governor doesn't know or if my doctor doesn't know, I I don't know how to feel. I I feel like I'm out of control completely. Um, And so it's been very interesting to see that shift emotionally and mentally for um, a lot of people that I've helped. Well, yeah, because we're all really kind of living in limbo to your point, right? Yeah. What do you think about that? I think that also we're struggling in a different way because people who are already struggling are struggling more. 
so than others. And as a community, we need to recognize that and do our best to help them. Right. I, I couldn't agree with you more. So, so what are some ways that you guys are giving back and helping others? It sounds like you're both pretty involved. I started in March getting involved more with the seniors, um, like senior okay. citizens in my community. I know that they were almost the first hit people, like even though I was taken out of school before even that happened, they were saying for the older generations to stay inside. And so I kind of shifted my focus to helping them in daily tasks like bringing groceries to them and picking up their mail because they felt so locked inside their house that they couldn't even do something like that. And it felt it felt this connection where my grandparents aren't very close to me. And I felt this relationship with each senior citizen that I got to meet and got to help with almost that loving, tender care that I get with my grandparents. That's amazing. Good for you. I think I've been really been able to connect with my neighbors a bit more and be able to just connect with people in general, whether it's virtually or at a distance. So really, it sounds like you all are you've you've pretty much taken this on in the true form of community, like you're serving the communities you live in, the people that are around you. Yeah. Yeah. And how has that experience been for you guys so far? What are some pros and cons of this? I think the pros would just be being able to know that you're more unified as a community and that you understand each other's struggles. But the cons is that you can't really do it in the ways that you would want to or do it to that full potential. Okay. I'd say um, to agree with like adding yourself into that community, knowing that you are struggling yourself, but you're given opportunities or I guess I'm given the opportunity to be healthier or have the resources of a nice study space to do all my homework in really gives me an opportunity to branch off and help the kids in my neighborhood that don't have that resource and also to teach them. I think we all kind of jumped into this technology space of like and everybody almost expected to know how to do it when I had no idea. Like, I yeah, think it's been a learning curve for us all. Oh, yeah, for sure. And so helping moms know how to log into their kids grades to see their grades that are missing assignments was so critical. And I felt like I could jump into that because I was kind of learning super quickly and as moments were going. So do you think in, in your experience, has it been an opportunity for you to better connect with people to share your struggles or things that you're dealing with? I think there's a pro and con to that. I think you almost or I guess my first feeling was, oh, I need to put myself out of the equation and completely help my community. But then over time, I was like, I need to I, I want others to know I'm not or I am feeling the same feelings they are. I'm feeling the sadness for not having a sports season. I'm feeling the struggle of not being able to have that one-on-one -on -one time with teachers. And so it was finding a balance between not pushing away my emotions, but also connecting with others through my emotions. Sure, sure. What do you think? I would also say that I think when you're one-on-one -on -one in person, there's a different kind of connection than it is virtually. But we're all kind of doing the best that we can and we're learning as we go, even though like we had school and so we automatically transitioned. We're still also learning and we're also teaching the people around us how to adapt. 
Right, right, which which I think is something we're going to continue to be doing for a while as we're navigating. You know, I heard before that, you know, somebody said we're all in the same boat, and I don't agree. I, I don't think we're in the same boat. I think we're in the same storm, but, you know, we all have individual circumstances that make our boat different than others. So what inspired you all to start taking this action in the first place? Was it because of COVID? Was it something that you've kind of always done? Your parents modeled this for you? Like, how'd you get started? I started kind of with the downtime that I had with COVID. I had already, I had always volunteered um, basically throughout my high school career, but with the afternoons off that my school incorporated gave me so much time to almost sit at home and ponder how, how am I going to fix this for myself and for the community? And so um, my mom just started saying, well, you need to get back into these food shelters. You need to, this is what, this is what they need the most of right now is people to help. And as long as you're feeling okay and your community or like the way you're doing it is super healthy and clean, there's no other way you should be spending your time. And so I just kind of got that motivation and determination that I'm given this wonderful opportunity to use my time in a good way. So. Well, and it sounds like really it was to help yourself too. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Did you have a similar experience? Yeah. I think that that's part of services. You're helping yourself while also helping others, which is awesome. And I've also volunteered before, I volunteer at a young age, but I also have loved it and I've had time for it. But I think that with COVID, I've had so much more time that I'm like, okay, what can I do? And I've gotten more involved. Right. So with others that are listening that may be interested or inspired in, you know, taking on some sort of service work, what what's a good place for them to start? What, what should they do next? I think getting in contact with your local food bank or your local big corporations that might have time to donate either materials or time to go help these nonprofits that serve food and serve clothing is super important, especially as Colorado is shifting into colder storms and kind of the whole country is shifting into a winter. We don't really know what that brings. We don't know if that brings schools that open up for before and after school care or anything like that. So if there's a way you can get involved in providing food or jackets is a super important upcoming event for sure. So just really practical that, you know, the weather's changing and people are going to need additional resources. Yeah, that they can't just go. Maybe there's families that are sick that can't go to the mall or maybe they're in such a financial burden that going to the mall or going to the grocery store is very, very um, scarce. Mine would be more unlike the school based side. So I'd say make sure that you're reaching out to other students, whether it's elementary, middle or even high school. and because a lot of you know Hispanic families and other families who don't really fluently understand the language, they could use the help with tutoring for their kids. And I know that also teachers as well really could use the help during their office hours or whatever else. And we should just all try to understand that it's not just us as students that we're transitioning. It's also for the teachers and right. everyone around us. Right. So what I'm hearing from you is practically there's opportunities to get involved anywhere if if you want to if you want to look for it. Right. So have you noticed it doing this work in your own lives? Have you inspired other friends to do this or take on service work as well? It's been it's been a very interesting transition. I've seen kids almost not know where to go for help. Like they'd be like, oh, I really want 
to help in the community, but I don't even know where to start. And so I think it just goes back to think about the things the world needs right now. And I piggyback her idea of the teachers are not superheroes. Like they need so much help that, and so do the students. And so maybe just reaching out to your own teacher. And my friends have started to branch off in thinking that they can get together and maybe do a drive of jackets or they could stay an extra 15 minutes after an online class to say, hey, can I can I help you sort your paper? Or is there anything else that you could do that I could do for you that's online or anything like that? So really just getting involved where you are with the tools you have and seeing what comes up. For sure. Well, guys, I loved this conversation. I am so grateful to you all for taking this on. I, I know that giving back not only um, helps others, but it, I know it has to be have many benefits for you as well. Um, I'm inspired by you and look forward to what you all both have in what I'm sure is a bright future. Um, so keep shining that light. And thank you both for being here today. Thank you. Thank you. If you or someone you know is struggling or in crisis, please contact Colorado Crisis Services. They can be reached by text at 38255 or by phone at 844-493-8255. For a complete list of resources, visit 1043thefan.com, cozy101.com, or kygo.com and click on Mental Health Awareness, located under the Strengthening Families page. Team Talk Podcast is presented by the Public Affairs and News Department of Bonneville, Denver. Please don't text and drive.